This is Duncan Turner from the Vagina Doctor podcast. Welcome to the Consult With Me segment where we take a deeper look into our most frequently asked questions. But what do I know? I'm just a vagina doctor. So I want you to explain the annual exam rules because there's a lot of stuff out there and a lot of misinformation. And if you could go into this, it would be great. So in North American society and uh, probably most uh, civilized countries, um, women often have or recommended to have an exam every year, including a pap smear. And that was developed by George Papaniculo in the 1950s as a screening test for cervical cancer. And it was recommended then that they have one of these tests um, every year. Um, about 20 to 30 years ago, the um, epidemiologist worked out that it wasn't cost-effective to do that because cervical cancer grew slowly. And if they did pap smears every three years, they'd save a whole, the insurance uh, companies and the um, general uh, medical uh, health care system would um, uh, would save money also by doing these pap smears every three years. And so it was suggested then that people could just come in every three years and have a pap smear as long as their previous pap smears had been normal. Um, what was misinterpreted from that statement is that it, that that statement was was accurate. People did not need to get pap smears every every year. But what was missing from the explanation was that didn't mean that you shouldn't have an examination. Oh, okay. Okay. So, and now the annual exam is something that that um, women have been uh, kind of taught to do in this in the um, uh, just in the rhythm of doing. Um, they have, uh, they go and see their doctor, they have a heart and lung, blood, blood pressure exam, abdominal exam, pelvic exam, and pap smear every year. Um, usually ultrasounds are not done unless there's a problem. Um, that's different in our practice because I do ultrasounds on everybody that, uh, that comes in for a G1 exam, um, where, where it indicated, but almost everybody. Um, the... The pap smear is such a tiny part of an annual exam. It's It was, sure, we don't have to do that because if, we, if we've done the pap smear and it's been negative for a couple of years, then every three years is fine, as I said. The, um, what's changed things also is that in the last 25 years or so, we now have human papillomavirus DNA typing. So, and we discovered that... HPV. HPV. Um, we, we discovered that the vast, vast majority, 99.9% .9 of cervical cancers were associated with HPV. And that it takes about 10 years to go from a, um, an HP, presence of an HPV... Uh, on the pap smear, untreated, takes about 10 years to develop into an invasive cancer. 
So it doesn't matter if you sort of miss it for a year as because it's very it's a very sensitive test. It's it's very good. Um and we can tell from uh the uh from the pap smear from the HPV titer what sort of what what type of HPV it is, because there are about eighty to hundred different types. And only a few of them are associated with cervical cancer. So we get more information that way. And but it was becoming more expensive again to provide the service for routinely for women. Women were being told by their insurance companies, um, or part of the plan was uh, preventative care is included, but it's still costing the insurance company something if it wasn't costing the patient anything. And it was really, uh, they, they just said, we're not going to pay for that. And Medicare, in fact, won't test for HPV now um, because they think it's, I suppose, it's associated with younger people. Um, the, the, I think it's a good idea for everybody, male or female, to have an exam every year. And well, yeah, because part of that, too, is the breast exam, because most women don't do self-examinations. Right. And right. the biggest reason why they go to their annual every year is for that. Yes. And they ask that question, too. Will I get a breast exam? Yes. Because they have no confidence that they're going to be able to find anything unusual right. on their own. Or they find things <laughs> that they find lumps and bumps all over the place and are concerned about it. So, yeah. Um, so that, yes, I mean, I, I, for a, a woman in her really just after puberty for the rest of her life, it's, it's a good idea to do a breast exam, uh, with an annual exam. And certainly if they're sexually active, but every year, every year, mm -hmm. but not necessarily the pap, the pap can be, can be done doesn't need to be done with the same regularity. But most of my patients say, you know, when I say it's, it's, you know, it takes a minute longer to do this. Yeah. Um, to, and most patients want, want it done. Yeah. And it's safer that way, in my opinion, because there are still those people. I mean, they, when I say it's epidemiological studies that have, that have pushed people to not need saying it's not necessary to do, what they mean is that it's not cost effective. Right. Okay. So this all comes down to money, not yes. really about what's best for the woman. Absolutely. So what's best for the woman is to get annual exams. Yes. Annually. <laughs> annual exams annually. Right. That's right. Yeah. Don't have an annual exam every 10 years. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And well, uh, that's what people say. I need to book my annual exam. I haven't been in in three years. Yeah. They just call it the annual exam. Right, it is. Yeah. Or they re refer to it also as to come in and get their pap. That's the <laughs> other thing that they say. Okay. Because okay. you're answering the phone all the time? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know okay. exactly. All right. Um, okay. Well, I think you answered the question. Thanks. Thanks for listening. And if you have more questions please let us know either by email or DM us on the Vagina Doctor podcast. See you in the next episode. The Vagina Doctor podcast. It all starts here.